This is a HeadGum Podcast. I love a good umbrella, Tom. Yeah, can't I'm beat at it. the point in my life where I'm not going to get some garbage umbrella. Look, these the uh, Italic has great quality umbrellas, l- luxury mm-hmm. umbrellas, Tom. Yeah, uh, and and it costs less than half of what I would normally spend purchasing it from a regular brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, look beyond the logo and get the same quality for a fraction of the price. Members are uh, saving an average of seven hundred and forty-six dollars per year by getting up to eighty percent off on their favorite products. Find sheets from the same manufacturer as St. Regis and Four Seasons. Leather bags by the same manufacturer as Prada and Miu Miu. And even diamond earrings made by artisans who previously worked for Cartier and Van Cleef and Arpels. Access high-quality, beautifully designed products. No exaggerated markups. No BS. You know what that means, Tom? Tom? Yeah, I can't say it in an ad. Uh, Just the finest goods for the fairest prices. Sign up for an Italic membership at italic.com slash join today by using code guide for 30% off. Again, that's code guide for 30% off your membership at italic.com slash join. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I just ate a big veggie burger and I want to take a nap. <laughs> I did too. Tim, we have, we have like a, uh, we just recorded another podcast, uh, uh, a guest, which uh, we're guests. We did a guest spot, a classic yeah. guest spot on another pod. We won't talk about it because it's not going to be out for a little bit, but uh but it was great. It was oh, understandable. Hey, you can hear us as guests of the pod. Yeah. Uh, you think we're good on this podcast? We do hear us on other podcasts. I mean, we've been on other podcasts before, and usually the reaction's mixed. Yeah. <laughs> mixed at best. But uh, yeah, then, you know, we need to refuel, refuel the old podcast tanks. That's what we call our stomachs. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, Even when we're not rec- on non-record dudes. No, I say it sometimes at restaurants and they're very confused and they're like, "You sir, you can't podcast in here. I, I say it at the doctor's office when he asks about like, <laughs> digestion stuff. <laughs> like, are you having any problems? Yeah, I'm having problems with the old podcast tank lately, actually. He's like, huh? What does that mean? Hearing some rumbling from the old podcast tank. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, flatulence problems? And I, I say, doctor, please. Yeah, Enough. You're supposed Enough to be a professional. Yeah. Um, Disgusting. But Take yeah. that talk to the bathroom. Take that gu- talk to the gutter. Yeah, well, you know what? Your doctor could say, take this cup to the bathroom and pee in it. Yeah, he always then, does, too. And then come back. <sighs> Don't you hate that? that? <laughs> no, you can't drink that. No, do they drink that? Is that what yeah, happens? They, the doctor's that's just why a freak? You, yeah, you can't drink it because they've got to drink yeah. it so they know what's wrong with you. Hmm. Although I don't even know what the hell urine tests tell them. Does it only tell them if like something's real bad? I think it just measures the levels of things. What things? The things in See, your body. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, that, that's why I I'm know not it, a freaking doctor, I know Tom. it measures the levels of things. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, is it something where they can, like, you know, uh, take a little lick of it and be like, oh, you should be, like, you know, uh, eating more vegetables? 
Or is it just? I think they can see like the like lipid content or something. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's that's probably more blood. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything in there. Like, oh, there's an old <laughs> car tire in here. <laughs> it is a bunch of like uh, little pieces of uh, dirt yeah. in this. You didn't drop this before you brought it in. Don't you hate though when you have to go do that and then you have to like bring it and give it to you know somebody who's not a doctor. Yeah, the, the like same person that. No, usually it's like just the receptionist. It's yeah. like, well, this person normally answers the phone, but also they have to like take vials of piss every day. Well, also they normally answer the phone and they <laughs> normally collect the piss too. Like it's it's not like you're the one guy that's yeah. like, ah, this guy again. Ah, now I'm gonna have to see some piss. Yeah, but do you think some of those people? They, you know, they were like, yeah, we need somebody to answer the phones and they and tell them like also. Unless you're catching them on their first day. Oh, you don't want to drive them away? Well, yeah, you don't want to put an ad in the paper saying we need uh, wanted somebody to work at the doctor's office to accept vials of piss when the doctor is busy. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe they do want to put that in the newspaper. Do you, after you pee in the little cup and, you know, nowadays at least they've got caps on them, which Mm -hmm. is nice, but do you, uh, run them under, run that under cold water so your pee is not so warm? I'll tell you what I do. I just (laughs) put water in the cup. (laughs) And they, and they're just like, wow, you're very well hydrated. Yeah. Oh, I got news for you. I am very well hydrated. I know. You're you know. always bragging about how well hydrated you are. You should see how light my urine is. Well, I'd love to, Tim. Uh, I'll invite you into the, the bathroom. You don't have to invite me. I'll just pee in one of my cups and bring it out. Right. Um, How are you doing this week? Did I ask you that? Yeah. I said I ate a big uh, oh, yeah, yeah. burger. And I did, you were going to tell the story. Oh, no. We did refill our podcast tanks. Yes. Our podcast tanks are now full. Ready to go. Tim, I've been watching this... Uh, Netflix series about heists called heist heist singular heist heist is what it's called but yeah. it's about heists multiple heists multiple heists okay um and let me tell you the first so there are six episodes but each ocean's there, 11 no ocean's 12 but there's ocean's 13 two two episodes to a heist so each heist is like a two-parter. So okay. they're telling you, six episodes telling you about three different heists. Yeah. The first heist is so good. The first heist is like Bonnie and Clyde situation, you know, a, a couple in love. Uh, the man is much older than the woman mm-hmm. and like he's manipulating her, um, but manipulating her to great effect because... They, to, to an impressive <laughs> effect on this manipulation. So he he convinces her to get a job as a um, uh, a Brinks truck driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to like her former co-workers. I get she, mad at the Brinks truck when I see it. Because you're like, oh, you don't deserve all that money. You get to like park on the sidewalk sometimes. All right. <laughs> Do you want to park on the sidewalk? Yeah, don't you? No, somebody will walk into my car and then sue me. Not if you're a Brinks truck. They're That's true. they're, they they're immune Th- yeah. from, from any legal repercussions. Um so they they uh convinces his girlfriend uh, to get a job as a driver in Las Vegas. Where are you laughing at? You're just describing a Netflix TV well, show. Well, I got to get to I got to set everything uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, uh, convinced her to get a job. Las Vegas, so they're picking up from the casinos. Uh, they figure out like when the right time to like, like when the truck has like maximum money in it, maximum cash. Mm-hmm. And also this one route where it's like, okay, uh, I drop the guys off here. They have to go empty or fill uh, like six different ATMs in Did the you casino. Say this was in Las Vegas? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, they're, they're going to casino. Okay, but like, I was going to say that if there's no casino element to this <laughs> yeah. heist, I'm going to be really well disappointed. But, so it's the ATMs, but you got to figure like, oh, a, a Vegas casino ATM must be, yeah, you know, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, uh, more even, I think. Thousand uh, dollars. But also, that wasn't the target. That's just what these guys were off doing. And it was like, it takes them like an hour to do that. And then I got to go pick them up on the other side of the casino. And I've already like forgotten that a few times. So they're used to me not being there and then being like, oh, she forgot to come. We got to go trudge back to the to the other place. So basically they figure out like if as soon as they get in the casino, you take off. We've got like a solid hour before anyone realizes something's wrong. And now they've got like a place to, to swap the cars and then they take that car to another place uh no they take that car to the airport where she's wearing a disguise as an old lady and they get on a private plane to like st louis they like get a different car in st louis drive that to atlanta they have money with them at this point yeah the money oh, from the truck they do yes i think you left out the part where they pull the heist no well they didn't have to like they need guns or anything but they i just took it out of the truck they used to get out of the truck, but I forgot part of it was also that they put it all in boxes and mailed it. Just ah. mailed it away. Well, not away to like to somewhere a place, else. To an agreed upon place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they just like swapped like identities and cities and vehicles like six different times until they eventually got to France where they knew they could not be extradited. Mm-hmm. And basically, they just like there were like relationship problems and they broke up. But like this woman was living in uh, she then moved to England on a fake passport and basically like just started a life, like got married, had kids, but always had this like this passport's good for 10 years and I can't get it renewed because this is like a dead woman's identity I've stolen. Mm -hmm. So she eventually like turns herself in. But basically, it's two people that got away with it, pulled off like a really good heist, really smart heist. Okay. Second one. No, you're you're just going to describe another? Listen. Is there a point to all of this? The second one is, uh, uh, I forget why money was being moved, but like somebody realizes just like another good heist situation and the only thing that gets screwed up is that they kind of get too many guys involved. Mm-hmm. And That's one always of, the case. Yeah. And I one, know a guy who once got 11 guys involved in a heist. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's Danny Ocean. That's who you're thinking of. Yeah. And he got 10 guys involved in the heist. He was one of them. Yeah. But, or are you just mean, thinking of Ocean Swell? Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, that that's what screws it up, that like this one guy is just kind of... All of them agree. All of them do a real good job hiding their money. This one guy puts it in pipes and buries it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it may hey, did you tell me about this already? I think you did. Maybe. You, you've been talking about putting money in, <laughs> in pipes and burying it a lot lately. But basically, they did eventually get caught because this one moron was the only one like living outside. Moron? You pulled off one more heist <laughs> than you have. No, because the guy screwed up during the heist, too. Um, like he didn't drive the car where he was supposed to. Okay. But... um. Basically, like, they had all agreed, like, and we're not going to live like we just pulled off a heist for, mm-hmm. like, years. But this guy immediately was like, I'm going to buy a gold chain and, like, a jet ski and all this crazy stuff. So they got caught. But they all, like, did, you know, some jail time. But then when they're like, all right, we only recovered, like, t- one of the $10 million worth the rest. Oh, we spent it. You spent all the money? Yeah, we spent it all. On what? Stuff that isn't around anymore. <laughs> so basically, it's like these guys kind of got away with it. They've they've still got this money hidden somewhere. Right. Then the last one. Jesus, really? Listen to this, though. It's a bourbon heist. It's these guys that, that work for uh, 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 a bourbon company down in, uh, in, in Tennessee. Right. And all this one is, is a bunch of morons stealing from work. It's all these guys that work in work in the warehouse and basically realizing like the warehouse has like bad security and that some of this liquor, this uh, Pappy Van Winkle has started like skyrocketing in price. So they just start stealing it from from uh, where they work and then selling it to like, you know, uh, high rollers or whatever, like word gets out amongst people like, oh, there's a guy you call. He's got this stuff because not only was it expensive, it was hard to find even mm-hmm. if you were, were willing to pay for it. But, you know, these guys had it just took like absolutely no precautions, like didn't assume they would ever get caught. So like once they get caught, like the whole thing just goes down. And then this guy is so mad when he's talking about like the cops and and. Also, he's he'd been working for this company for 26 years, and at no point does he show any remorse about like, you know what? I had worked for them for 26 years, and like he had no beef with them. He was he was like, "This is a great job. I I got promoted a bunch. I was making good money. I was able to like settle down, start a family, have everything I wanted." And then he just started stealing from them. And you know what they were doing with all this money? These guys, these were the weirdest men I've ever seen a TV show about. <laughs> they the the one the reason why the one guy started stealing was because he was in a softball league with all these guys and his wife was like you're spending too much time playing softball, you got to stop and he stopped. But then he was like, "Ah, but I've got this idea for a heist. Let me get all these guys involved." These guys were so into softball. They were doing like massive amounts of steroids. For softball? For softball league. I think these guys are just a bunch of weirds. <laughs> exactly. And I was thinking like, you know, at what point does like, uh, you know, a significant other go like, you got to quit softball. It's taking up too much of your life. It seemed like well, they the were- the alternative is like, I'm going to start pulling heists. Well, he I didn't think. tell her that. Oh. Uh, I think, but I think he didn't tell her that because- when he got carted away, he wanted to be like, well, you told me to stop playing softball. It's your fault. But uh, then they got caught up like, you know, in like a steroid ring because of that. But it's like, no, nah, they weren't really selling steroids. They were all just doing steroids to be better at softball. And they're like, we can like, soft- look cooler. 
Yeah, I guess that is part of it. Big that beefcake. Everybody loves you. Yeah, but I mean, these were all like middle-aged men. Just yeah, that's doing the all- perfect time. Man, just doing a lot of steroids and stealing liquor with no plan. It was, it was the worst Netflix series I watched because of that. Because the first, the heist just got progressively this, worse. You just spent 20 minutes describing three episodes of a show just to be like, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it by the end, but in the beginning, the first two episodes were so good. And I was like, this is what I want. I want to watch some shows about some successful heist. And then by the end, it was like, have you ever heard of this heist? Guy stealing from work. <laughs> it's like, think, yeah, I've heard of that. That happens all the time. Do you think they were like, uh, the, the guys who created the show were like, all right, here we go. We're going to go in and pitch four killer episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then they were just like. Uh, like Sounds the, great, the boys. The secretary we'll came six. out and was just like, uh, they're, they're ready to talk to you. The Mr. Netflix is ready to talk to you about your six-episode heist series. And they were like, uh, six episodes? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, when I worked at a store, there were, like, employees that stole with, like, better heist yeah. than these guys. I mean, eventually guys. they'll make a freaking TV show about that. They're they're running out of things to, to make TV shows about. Yeah. Ah, they shouldn't make more of this. So I just wanted oh, to see more about this first heist. Tom, so you, why'd you spend all this time just describing the TV show? Because I want to like? warn other people. I'm uh, saving them six hours. Sure, you have to listen to me for last, 20 minutes, but I'm saving you six hours. That's three weeks. Uh-huh. There's something that I really wanted to talk about up top. Yeah. Something that I'm angry about. Something okay. that I'm passionate about. And you're always like, no, I got something to talk about. Yeah. And you, you waste all this time talking about the, and now I don't have time to talk about it. Well, it sounds like you're not as passionate as I am. I'm so passionate about this. And I'm going to try again next week. But <laughs> well, uh, now, now you're setting the bar. Again. Now it's like, well, let's see if what Tim has to talk about. Is more interesting. It's great. Oh, it's than, so interesting. Than, than Tom talking about a TV show. It's gonna, oh, let's just see. This should be fun. It's going to make people angry. Uh huh. It's going to uh, raise a lot of questions. People are going to be like, ah, oh, I never, uh, I, uh, yeah, why, why is this the case? Mm-hmm. And it's going to spur people to action. They're going to be like, well, we need to do something about it. And it's important work. Can't um, be that important. Why? Because you're not passionate, you're not passionate about it like I am about this. About you strung me along here. You said you had a point, and your point was just like <laughs> yeah, this thing I just described was bad. Yeah, by the end of it, it wasn't that good. Tim, it's bus week here at the Complete Guide to Everything. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for bus week for years. <sighs> We've done trains, right? Yeah, we've done trains. Tom, I've I've ridden in trains before. Yeah, we've done trains, airplanes, and cars. Yeah. Maybe we've even done buses before. <laughs> but Tim, today was a landmark day. Today was the first day in, uh, uh, what now, almost a year and a half, I guess, uh, since I've taken the bus somewhere. And it reminded me of the experience of taking the bus, which let me tell you, New York City, not a bad experience. Pretty good. Yeah, I like the bus. Yeah. I don't like the bus because I don't like the logistics of getting somewhere in any, like. Yeah. Although I will say. They've made it better on the new buses. And I will say, I do like, you know, I I booked a nice overnight train trip one time and that was Uh lovely. Other than that, 
transporting myself and my loved ones from one place to another. I'd I'd rather do without it. What go somewhere, or you'd rather d- transport them only by bus? I'd like to figure out a way to get people from one myself mm-hmm. primarily from one place to another without the travel time or the logistics. So you're talking about teleportation or portal, something, something like that. Something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Faster than light travel. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a scientist. Uh, I'm not here to work out You're all not the a details. scientist, but you are working diligently to try and solve this problem of I'm teleportation. I'm diligently in that like I want it to ha- I'm trying to manifest it. I'm using the oh, secret. Okay. I'm putting on a vision board a picture of one place and another place. <laughs> and then just like quickly shifting your head from place to place. Yeah. Like, this is how I want it to happen. Yeah. They do. They, that's like one of those things you see every few years that's like, oh, IBM's uh, uh, successfully teleported. And then you're like, whoa, big news. And then it's like a, a, a single photon. Yeah. <laughs> he teleported from one side of the lab to the other and then and then sometimes later it's like uh if if you ever follow up on that stuff it's like it turns out it was a misreading of the instruments and they did not but uh yeah no successful teleportations no. that we're aware of i mean but the way the way they try and do teleportation like the ibms of the world and stuff it's like, look, if you're going to teleport a human that way, they're going to end up a pile of mush on the other side because you're just like slicing them up into atoms. Well, they got to get, you know, they'll figure that out within my lifetime, I'm sure. (laughs) But also whenever they describe like the way they're trying to do teleportation, it's like, yeah, that sounds pretty neat. But you know what else you could do with like the same thing you're uh, describing is just have like an infinite copy machine, mm. we, we, you know, which is more interesting, I would argue, than teleportation. If if it's just like, oh, this thing's programmed, it can just make anything. Yeah, like uh, they had they had that on Star Trek. I forget what it was called, but they they had like a little box on the next generation, and because uh, that's the one uh, Patrick Stewart would say, uh, like T Earl Grey hot. And then it would come out and it's like, you can order anything and you're going to order. You you could be like a hot fudge sundae, hot, uh, cold the for the ice hot. cream. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe it's like the computer is going to spit out hot ice cream and cold fudge. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, here's what we're stuck with in, uh, in 2021, which is the bus. The bus. Public transportation. Now, I had taken the bus for the first time, New York City bus, uh, and there were two big improvements that I saw since last time. Improvement Uh, number one. And I'm telling you, I think this Andrew Cuomo, he's finally doing a good job in New York. Oh, good. It's nice yeah. to see. Things are finally turning around. Yeah, so hopefully he, uh, he's he got more, more bright ideas hopefully like this. Hopefully this is the first of many successes for him. Yeah. Um... The first one, uh, I did not have a Metro card. And now that's not a big deal on the subway because you can just buy a Metro card at, mm-hmm. at any subway station. Sometimes you got to go to the other side of the street. That's a real pain in the butt. Yeah. But uh, normally, you know, not not a big deal. There's a machine there all the time. You stick a credit card in, bada bing, bada boom. You mm-hmm. got a Metro card. 
not the case on the bus. The bus, you got to have a Metro card or exact change. Right. In, in Is it only quarters that they take? They don't take bills, right? I don't know how it works. I've never, ever paid with exact change. I have paid with exact change. Uh, just quarters, though? Just quarters to be safe because like, I know it will take quarters. Yeah. Um, But it's still like a pain because it's still like clunk, 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 clunk and the people behind you are like, hey, I got a-, a Enough with that clunking up there. I got I to gotta get to Wall Street before the opening bell. Nobody is getting, going to Wall Street is <laughs> taking the bus. Well, maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they said bye, bye, bye when it should have been sell, 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 and now they got to take the bus to Wall Street. <sighs> um. But now they've got the the tap to pay. So you can just tap your, your credit card or your phone and go on the bus. Tom, I did that for the first time in the subway today. Oh, okay. Those Omni readers. Mm-hmm. Tom, that's the greatest thing. Like, it doesn't work for uh, unlimited cards or like, yeah, you know, if you buy a monthly for a single pass. ride. But like, hey, there's a goddamn pandemic on. I'm rarely going on the, exactly. the subway. It's great. I set this thing up. Breeze right through like yeah, you own the place. I left my place. wallet at home. Well, that's probably a bad idea. You should take your and wallet. And my keys. With... Well, it won't solve the I key problem. I didn't wear problem. any underwear either. Uh, I was traveling really light. I mean, that's, that's more of a you problem, not wearing I mean, underwear. I wouldn't say it's a problem. Um, so it was great. They, they've had them on the subways for a little bit. Only in certain, st- you know, rolling out anything in the city takes forever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that they had rolled this out. It was great. Great. Innovation number one. I think we're agreed. Mm-hmm. Happy about the tap. Yeah. Uh, second innovation. Now they've got signs that tell you which stops are coming up. Like, uh, uh, you know, digital signs. Up oh, top. yeah. Like a little TV I screen. Like, oh, a little t- oh, you love a TV screen. <laughs> exactly. I mean, to be honest, after a while, it did get boring watching it because, you know, they weren't putting on. Uh, Put on well, Judge Judy. What time yeah. is it? 3.30? Yeah. Put on Judge Judy already. Put on Mr. Ed. All right. Mr. Ed hasn't been on the air in, yeah. you know, I don't know, 60 years. <laughs> uh, so it just tells you the upcoming stops. But that's. Always a problem. I mean, it's better when you have a phone because then you can see with the GPS where you are. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice if you didn't have to do that constantly. Because like did me. You, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did you need that on the bus today? Yes. I know so, I was going somewhere that's like familiar that I've taken the bus to before. But I still, not only that, when the bus stopped, like there, there was a big, uh, like an 18 wheeler where the bus station was. So the bus just had to like stop in the middle of the street. And then I go to get out the back door and the back door wouldn't open. Oh, no. I, I don't know if they like changed that or something, but I'm just like bouncing off the back door. And then the guy closes the front door. So then I'm running down the aisle of the bus going, no, just wait, sir, wait. And I'm like, can I get off the bus? I have to get off. Oh, you were the bus dunce in this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the bus is like, up. Oh. Yeah, and I, if you're if you, if you if you're on the bus and you don't know who the bus dunce is, guess what? That would explain it's you. I heard as the bus was pulling away, everybody inside chanting something, but all I could hear was barstorm, 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 yeah. and now it's very clear they were cheering bus dunce. Yeah, about you, about me. Um, but uh, hey, I got off the bus and I'm still here today. So how bad could it have really been? 
And also, like, the stops are very close together. If yeah. You know, the, the, the bus would have dropped you off two blocks up. And yeah, but it was so up. hot today. Tim, if I had to walk in that heat another two blocks, who knows what could have happened? Can I tell you something? I don't doubt that it's hot out. Uh-huh. I think something might be happening to me. Okay. Because I've been going outside. Like, uh-huh. yesterday and today, right? It's like, ugh, so hot. Yeah. Hasn't seemed hot to me. Oh, no. <laughs> right? It, it, it's a problem, right? Yeah, so, you might be coming down. I was afraid you would think I was bragging. Oh, yeah, no. You might be coming down with, like, uh, like reverse Mr. Freeze disease. Well, now, what's Mr. Freeze disease? M- Mr. Freeze, uh, no, I, for, I his wife had a disease, and he froze his wife so he could work on a cure. Right. Uh, like when they froze Mr. Burns. Uh, so they could figure out the cure for, what was it, 37 stab wounds in the back? <laughs> yeah. Um, or when they froze Ted Williams' head to one day reanimate it. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Freeze uh, froze his wife, uh, Nora. Uh, Nora so he, Freeze? Nora Freeze. Uh, freeze, F-R-I-E-S. So actually fries, yeah. but... They're German, I guess, or German descent, so it's freeze. But uh, I mean, also, yeah, I admit it works great when the guy becomes an ice villain. <laughs> yeah, he could have become a French fries villain, though. <laughs> that's true. There is Captain Condiment or the Condiment King. Really? Yeah, that's that's a Batman villain. Uh, not like a very serious <laughs> one, but uh, but who knows? I mean, look at what happened with the Joker. Now he's the most serious character there there's ever been. I feel like he often asks, why so serious? Right. Well, and you could turn it right back around and say- Is he looking in a mirror when he says that? No, he's talking to you, but guess what? He's he's talking to have a glass house because yeah. he should talk. He's you know so what? serious. I've, I've long been wanting to say this. The Joker's a hypocrite. <sighs> Don't let him hear you say that, Tim. He's asking me why I'm so serious. Even Batman himself wouldn't accuse the Joker of being a hypocrite because he, he knows what kind of rampage would follow. Make the people of Gotham pay for that. Um, so uh, Mr. Freeze was, you know, working on his wife. And I, I think uh, like the freeze technology went wrong and like uh, hit him. And then he has to be cold. He has to be in a in a suit all the time to keep him cold. Maybe you've got the reverse. You've got Mr. Heat disease. And come fall, you're going to have to be in like a heat suit to keep you hot. Oh, I'll just wear one of those uh, like reflective blankets that. Oh, you'll need more than that, Tim. How do you know? Maybe I'm, because I'm maybe looking it's at, a mild case. I'm looking at the technology Mr. Freeze needs to keep him alive. And it's it keeps him cold, very cold. It's not something where it's like. Oh, maybe if Mr. Freeze, you know, like uh, uh, had like uh, one of those uh, Mr. Bottles, you know, that that he could spray and it has a fan on it. That would be enough to keep him cool. No. So just like that, you having a reflective blanket wouldn't be enough to keep you as a a nice winter coat. No, Tim, maybe. If it was like already hot, but not super hot. So like the same way if Mr. Freeze is in like a frozen jail cell, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be in his suit. Right. So maybe if it's like, oh, it's like an unseasonably warm spring day, Tim can get by with just being wrapped in a reflective blanket wearing a winter coat. I'll take it. 
Tim, we're both big CBD fans. I can't be denied my CBD. Yeah, it's a very nice uh, 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 product to use to to relax, mm-hmm. to to take the edge off, uh, maybe get to sleep at night. Uh, great for inflammation. I use it for inflammation all the time. However, the CBD market has become extremely exaggerated over the last few years. Seems like you can buy CBD in almost every coffee shop, grocery store, and even online via Facebook and Instagram ads. I'll go one further. You can buy CBD at gas stations now. Yeah. But how do you know there's- Sign of the times, my friend, How do you know there's not gasoline in there or maybe even something worse? So you have to be careful where you buy your CBD because just like low-quality alcohol, low-quality CBD can have undesired effects. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you agree? You've drank low quality alcohol in your past. Tom, I'm it's drinking low quality alcohol right no, now. I and buy I hate you it. the good stuff. The CBD brand I trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world. They produce uh, several full quali- full spectrum hemp oil products extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peo- Peonia, Peonia. Colorado. I think that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful place. I've been there. No, you haven't. These products that Ned offers are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. They are chock full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. Uh, two products that I like from them, Tim, that they sent over. They got a nice sleep blend that got, it has CBN in it. You know about CBN? That's that's the new hot cannabinoid. It's a few uh, more than CBD, it seems like. No, it's 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 different, but it's very good. Letter-wise, yes, you're right. It's 10 more than CBD. And then they have a full-spectrum oil, which is you can de-stress your wellness routine with a single all-natural remedy for your mind and body. So this stuff's good like any time of day. You can use it to support sleep, but you can use it reduce anxiety for pain relief, mm. maybe reach for it instead of, you know, something else you would use for pain relief. Right. Ned's CBD products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole. If you want to check out Ned and their full-spectrum hemp oil or sleep blend for yourself, They have a special offer for the Complete Guide to Everything audience. Go to www.helloned.com slash guide and enter guide at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash guide to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. Thank you to Ned for sponsoring our program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash guide. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Tim, you know, people look at us. They think we've got it all. And they'd be right. They'd be right, but we still get stressed. Sometimes we get stressed about having it all. Uh, that's that's primarily. I'm I'm stressed about losing everything that I have. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual. And even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload, unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. I'll add to that. Somebody that, you know, you don't want to unload on the same people over and over again, you know, friends or loved ones. Sometimes they need a break. You want to talk to a neutral third party. Mm -hmm. When when things when there are things you can't tell anyone or feel you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it. And that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. As I said earlier, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash guide. G-U-I-D-E. Tom, back to buses, though. Yeah. Well, look, Tim, buses, uh, the MTA, Metro Transit Authority buses, they're not the only bus game in town. Hell, they're not the only bus game in the world. Should have said it the other way, but <laughs> I guess if they weren't the only one in town, it's kind of implied yeah. they're also not the only one in the world. But maybe the town I'm talking about is not of this world. How was your bus ride uh, today? It was uneventful. Good. Yeah, uneventful. Did it smell weird? You were people masked up. Yeah, everybody was masked up. The bus was not very crowded. Um, the bus was clean. The ride was smooth. I liked it. I think all the seats should be flat and not uh, curved to um, accommodate your butt. Yeah. Because liquid yeah. can accumulate in there. But they have like holes so the liquid falls out. Hmm. There's holes on the seat? This might be a new... Man, uh, innovation number three, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Holes in the seat. Uh, but Tim, these these aren't necessarily. Uh, I want to talk about a few different types of buses. Okay, sorry. First off, the first bus most of us ride a school bus, a big yellow school bus. Uh, although we didn't, our school district was like pretty small, so the only people I had to take buses uh, lived at the beach. Bullshit, Tom. I took a bus to, what? to school. You took a bus to the school? You could see the school from your house. No, you could see the school from your house because you <laughs> live near the school. I lived a couple miles away from the school. A couple of miles? You took a bus in grade school? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's not a couple of miles. That's maybe a mile and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like seven years old. I don't know. It was one turn, two turns. Tom, you live down the street from the school. I yeah. understand. It was it was a five minute same walk number of turns that I had to make. The game, the thing that really bummed me out. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it, it scared me. Like they they sent us a bus pass. There were several bus lines. I'm surprised you didn't know about this, but I guess you. Live no, near the I did. Now that I think about there it. There's a, a number of bus routes. And uh, they were I'm mostly for thinking colors. about like high school. I guess they yeah. by high school they yeah. only had the the beach bus. They're they they were named for colors. So there was the green bus, mm -hmm. the blue bus. Mm -hmm. That's what I had. The pink bus. Mm -hmm. 
And I was a little worried because I was like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, there's the girl bus. Yeah. And imagine my relief when a yellow school bus pulled up (laughs) with just a piece of uh, pink construction paper taped into the front window to to signify this was the pink bus. Right. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be a big pink bus. And like, I was like relieved because I was like, oh no, I'm going to show up in this pink bus and everybody's going to be like, oh, girl, because it was 1988 and we yeah. all had regressive views then. And you thought, so there? did you go up to them? Like uh, there appears to have been some kind of administrative screw up. Uh, I'm a boy. I'm not supposed <laughs> to be on the pink bus. My parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> Um, but then the yellow bus came, and I was like, oh, cool. But then I was like, oh, it would have been cool if all these buses were painted different colors. Yeah, that would have been cool. It would have yeah. been fun. Yeah. Um, school bus, have school buses gotten any better? Or are they still the same? What do you mean? I'm saying as far as like just safety. Having, yeah. Just having like the worst seats imaginable and like absolutely no suspension. <laughs> um, I bet they've gotten better with suspension. Yeah. I know they got like seat belts by the time yeah. we were out of school, but for a long time no, they didn't have seat belts. There were seat belts at a, you just never rode the bus. There was one field trip. Yeah, because I would take them on field trips. There was one field trip like right after the advent of like right after <laughs> they they put seat belts in oh, the okay. seats. And uh none of us were wearing them and none of the people on like I think I was in fifth grade mm-hmm. and none of the chaperones or the teachers were in for the told us to, to buckle the seat yeah. belts. and so we were just like whipping them around uh-huh. and i was whipping they were metal I, yeah I, yeah and i, I, I yeah this one heavy. kid in the back and mm-hmm. then he turned around and just uh whipped me right in the eye with the metal piece oh, and it no. gave me a black eye and the teacher was like why were you guys doing that and I was like, why didn't you just tell us to put the seatbelts on? <laughs> you have nobody to blame but yourself, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember the school the the school buses getting seatbelts, but like no instruction as to whether or not we needed to yeah. use them. Um and like seat they didn't have seatbelts because like if you get into a bus accident. You're either going to be fine or seatbelt's not going to help you, right? <laughs> that's kind of the impression I got. I don't know. I don't know that that's true at all. I think for the most part. Because, like, little kids on the bus, that's the bus kind of stops short. Like, a, a kid in second grade like, could just, like, go fly. And, like, there might not even be an accident. Just, like, stopping short. Yeah. Uh, the kids could just, like, bounce off the walls. That's true. I do remember. Or strapped down. That's not going to happen. I do remember being on the bus and times where the bus driver stopped short and like, yeah, there is kind of a crazy, like you would go flying. The bus was mayhem. Like you could get up and walk, uh, like walk around, work the crowd a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. You could like, if you stood in the aisle for too long, you would get yelled at, but you could like get up and move around pretty freely. I feel like. Did you like to sit on, I would like to sit on, if I was being adventurous, uh, one of the seats over one of the back tires, because then when that hit a bump, you'd you'd actually, like, you'd hit the ceiling. I always thought that was cool, but also, like, there was no leg room, literally no leg room whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a weird seat. The big half circle came out. Yeah. Uh, It was the wheel well. Yeah. Huh. Learned something new every day. Huh. 
Um, did you know that they, uh, like school buses nowadays, they, uh, they tint the windows so that, uh, kids can't like, you know, moon other cars and stuff. That's smart, right? That makes sense. I mean, that was also like creepazoids can't look in and be like, "Mm, look at all these kids in one place. Yeah. I think it was more the other way around to protect society from kids. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, like, especially when I was like in high school and we would have to take buses to like uh, games and practice and stuff for uh, for sports. Mm-hmm. Like then you're you're with like a bunch of other boys. You're at like peak shittiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this guy looks like he's having an awful day behind us. I'm going to show him my butt <laughs> to see see how that how that uh, 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 fancies him. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a different word. How that suits him, maybe. Yeah. And usually it wouldn't at all. I wouldn't want to see a butt. No, you don't want to see a, a, a boy's butt on a when you know maybe uh, the boss just chewed you out at work, and now mm. you got a. Now I'm seeing a young boy's butt. <laughs> well, I I didn't think today could get any worse. Um, have you ever taken a greyhound bus? I have taken a greyhound bus. Have I? Yeah. Uh, or Peter Pan bus. Yeah, one of those. I can't think of the exact scenario. I believe they're owned by the same company now, and like that they have you been for what? a long time. That's the thing. Like everything, everything in every industry is owned by one company secretly, right? Mm-hmm. So for people that don't know, like Greyhound is pretty much like the only like national commercial bus company. Like if you want to buy, if just as a regular person, you want to buy a ticket to go somewhere and you want to travel there via bus, Greyhound is the, if you want to travel somewhere outside of like your metro area, that's how you got to do it. Right. And uh, it's. <laughs> what kind of idiot do you think is listening to I don't this know. But, it's like, oh, you can't take a New York City bus to, <laughs> to California. Well, I just don't want people saying when I'm like, this is the only bus company. So maybe like you were just talking about yeah. the other bus company, you idiot. Also, yeah. yeah, I'm living in Chicago. I take this bus. What are you talking about? So I want to be clear. If you live in Chicago, we don't care about your buses. <laughs> Unless we got to take them somewhere. Yeah. Did we take the bus when we did a show? No, we, we took the the cab. Oh, yeah. We took uh, lifts. Yeah, like fancy boys. Yeah. Um. Greyhound is by far the worst way to travel, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, I used to do it occasionally when I went to school in Maryland. So I'd have to take the bus from either D.C. or Baltimore uh, to uh, uh, the Port Authority here in New York City. And I mean, yeah, the Port Authority in New York City is like one of the worst places in the city. It's just like gross and scummy and you you're just a place you you don't want to be right um unless you're gross and scummy yeah then you might like case, it there yeah it might be your new favorite place hmm. but hey, check uh, it out if you're gross and scummy but I just, rem- I just remember having to take the greyhound and it, like i don't know the seats were always bad there was always at least somebody who like smelled on the bus or who you know was obviously not having a good time and was like acting out either by 
you know, like talking real loud or like crying the whole trip. Yeah, but it's a cost-effective way to travel long yeah. distances. The problem is that it for the reason why I only did a few times was that inexplicably it was like nine dollars more to fly from Baltimore to New York than mm. than to take the bus. So okay, yeah, you can't beat that. Although the bus, you can just walk right on the bus. Yeah, less so these days. Yeah, they make like dogs sniff your things and stuff. Private. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think there's a lot of security yeah, no, on buses. A dog that so. needs to, just no, there's not a dog. Like a bomb sniffing dog is what you're implying. Yeah, sometimes. I don't think so. Maybe if you're taking it over the border, they're gonna have dogs sniff. But otherwise, I don't think that they're really that concerned about somebody it's blowing up to a me, bus. Tom. Well, was it right after nine eleven? It was, it, was post it, it was September 12th, 2001. You were like, I got to get out of here fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we took a bus together, Tom, mm-hmm. a Greyhound bus to Atlantic City for our friend Paul's oh, yeah. bachelor party. And I just remember being in the Port Authority, walking to that bus, just thinking... I never want to be in this po- in this building ever again. Well, and that was also a bad like. Well, at least at, once we're out of the Port Authority, we'll sit on this bus for three hours and then be in Atlantic City, <laughs> the only place more depressing than the Port Authority. Uh, but yeah, for places, I mean that's a problem. Our our country has a dilapidated rail system, so if you don't want to fly or you can't afford to fly. Or you, you know, you have to travel last minute or there just aren't flights going from where you want to go to where you are. Uh, you got to take the bus. So like for Atlantic City, from New York City, you got to either drive or take the bus. There's not like a reasonable way to get there via right. train or even airplane. I take a helicopter sometimes. Well, there is. Yeah. And I landed on the top of, I can't think of one, <laughs> the Hard Rock Cafe. I feel like if you took a helicopter to Atlantic City, like as it landed, it would be like World War Z or something where like everybody would just be like, look, a helicopter, let's get him. He's probably got riches. Let's let's steal from them. What do you think Atlantic City's like? Atlantic City is just like a it's full of zombies from what I remember. Just a very from scary a movie place. You saw? From a yeah, from World War Z. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like I don't know, I feel like if you're like not not that you would be attacked, but like if you took a helicopter to Atlantic City. If you were like splashing out money at Atlantic City, everybody'd be like, what are you doing? Why? This is the place to do that. To like show off and be fancy. Like go to Vegas and do that. Maybe people will uh I think like I it. don't think you've been to the high roller tables in, in Atlantic City like I have. Yeah, you've been to the high what do you think? I mean I you don't know what I do. I put on dark sunglasses and mm-hmm. put uh AirPods in. Yeah. And I go to the high roller Texas Hold'em tables. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And I put a, I pull my hat down real yeah. low so people can't get a, a sense of what I'm thinking. And then you, you push all your money in and you say, put it all on black. 
No, no, no. I'm playing poker in this. Yeah, scenario, yeah. And you go put it all on black. The clubs and spades. Those put cards. it all on yeah. clubs. Yeah, clubs and spades. That's where you know split up fifty fifty clubs and spades, yeah. and then let her rip and let yeah. me know what happens. <laughs> I can't see with these sunglasses. <laughs> I can't distinguish. <laughs> I can't. I have to read lips. I can't hear you with uh, these AirPods. And uh, Timmy, have you ever been on a party bus? I don't believe I have. Huh. Wow. No surprise. Why? Because I don't like the party? Because you're dull. <laughs> yeah, party buses are, are usually known for- if, if, if somebody, if you were on the party bus, they'd be like, hey, there's a party bus, not a dull bus. Who's the party pooper? Yeah. Hey, we didn't order a party pooper. Get out of here. And they'd push you up through the, the hatch on top. That they have. And then, you know what? <laughs> then they'd regret it, or they'd regret calling me a party pooper, because then they'd see how cool I looked surfing the yeah, bus. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, that party pooper surfing the bus. Turns yeah. out he wasn't a party pooper at all. He was yeah. he was, he was a king partier all along. Yeah, and then they'd be like, hey man, we're sorry about that when you come back inside. And you can say, no thanks, man, hang 10. And then you grab onto a light, a light post, a lamp post. Yeah, and I'll do like a couple little flips on it. And then uh, land into a convertible Corvette that a hot babe is driving right behind. Yeah. You land in the passenger seat and you go, oh, hello, you going my way? And she'll go, and how? <laughs> right. And then those, those, those fucking idiots on the party bus. Oh. Yeah, nice job, losers. You could have hung out with the coolest partier of all. Yeah. But guess what? I'm on my way to Vegas. I'm fun in Atlantic City. But then guess, also guess what? You really were the party pooper because now you've ruined the party because yeah. now they've gotten a taste of the good life. They haven't even gotten a taste of it. They've just seen it and they dismissed it and now they're paying the price. And I've defecated in the bathroom <laughs> on the party bus. Yeah. And they Clogged don't- Clogged the toilet. They don't- Oh, that's the other bad thing about the Greyhound bus is that there is a bathroom. Mm -hmm. However, there's an unwritten rule that nobody follows. <laughs> uh, you got to tell everybody on the Greyhound bus it's a unwritten <laughs> rule because they haven't. It hasn't been uh, uh, word of mouth passed to them. You can pee in it, which is fine, but also like at your own peril. At least as a boy, I mean, as a as a girl too, because if you're sitting on it. You don't want to sit on that toilet either. Yeah. But if you're standing up to pee, it's going all over the place because yeah. you're you're just you're standing in a car at the end of the day. Well, it's a bus, but I understand <laughs> your point. You're standing in at the end of the day. What's a bus but a very long car? <laughs> what, what is a bus but a car? <laughs> I mean, it's closer to a car than it is anything else. <sighs> Truck. I guess, but I, can, big, I consider trucks as big. I consider trucks to be cars as well, though. <laughs> so uh, buses and trucks are cars. I'm saying it's close. A bus is closer to being a car than it is a train or an airplane. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I think it might be closer. It it has things in common with a train. Oh, I knew you were going to say that, you idiot! It, it transports a lot of wheels. people at once. At in one car at a time. You ever see a train that's only got one car going up and down the track? Yeah, the Not, garbage car. Yeah, that, the garbage car yeah. does do it. But you can't sit in there. Or maybe you can. Maybe the Greyhound bus is the garbage car and you know they just let people uh, buy tickets. Yeah. 
Sound that that was part of their marketing <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Don't you want to travel the world in the garbage car? Uh, I'm Greyhound always tempted buses. to jump on the garbage car when it's going down the subway, right? Yeah, I mean, in that way that like when you're on top of a tall building <laughs> and you're like, I could jump off this. <laughs> no, it's in a less, because if you're at the top of a tall building and you're like, I could jump off, you're like, and I would die. But the garbage train, sometimes the garbage train comes through late at night when you're waiting for the, the subway. On the subway, there's, there's a car that's essentially just a dumpster that, that goes to the station. <laughs> yeah, that they that they put you know the garbage from the garbage cans onto that car, and that car, you know, event, I don't know, presumably eventually goes to a dump. I have no idea what happens to that garbage. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I think they might just slowly dump it along the tracks. But um, uh, normally it comes by, when it comes by, you've already been waiting for the train for like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, because it only comes by like late at night. Late at yeah. night when the, when the subways are few, and you're like, there's a, there's a chance, I don't know how good of a chance, but like if I jump off a building, there's no chance I'm going to survive. But if I jump on this garbage train, I'm probably not going to like fall off and die. I'm probably most likely what's going to happen is somebody's going to stop and go, hey, idiot, get off the garbage train. But no, they might arrest you. They might arrest you, but they'd have to wait for the cops to come. I think you can get out of there in time. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Well, there's most, only one way to find subway out. subway stations, there's five to seven cops uh, yeah, standing nowadays, around looking at I their guess. phones. Yeah. Um, I guess if you could get them to like uh, look up from Candy Crush. Yeah. Well, or maybe you just jump on it right by the end of the yeah. uh, platform. But what I'm saying is there's a chance, however small it might be, that you might be able to just ride the garbage train all the way home. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> but there wouldn't be a list of stops. You wouldn't know where to get off. Yeah, you would. You just you look wouldn't. at the signs. I would. I would look at the signs. Why don't you look at the street signs when you're on the I bus? I try to, but it's hard sometimes. Sometimes the bus is going too fast and the windows are too tinted, so nobody can see me mooning. I can't see what the signs say. Well, I bet something happens with that garbage car that like... We're not thinking of that's like <laughs> horrible. That like once it gets in the tunnel, like the compactor turns yeah. on. <laughs> uh or or in the tunnel there's like a trap door that the garbage just gets dumped down mm-hmm. into. Uh maybe. Look, I've never done it. I've never even really come close, but I'm just saying you think about it. You you consider the options when you're desperate. <laughs> um now, and you're defining desperate as waiting for your train <laughs> to come, which will probably be there in a couple minutes. Well, that's why I thought 20 minutes ago. And now I thought this was the train. It's the garbage train. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, well, what if I just pretend it's the train I was waiting for yeah. and just get on? And, and if they get me in trouble, I plead ignorance. You might never be in that situation again, because think about what uh, Cuomo did for the buses. Revolutionized right. them. He's probably on the verge of revolutionizing. Yeah, he's the, probably the working subways. night and day figuring yeah. out how to make the subways better. Yeah. Well, Tim, I was I was going to ask you, I was like, do you think they have like a version of the garbage car in trains, but for buses? <laughs> And I was just thinking of a garbage truck. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is, I don't like earlier when I said that there are some similarities between buses and trains. <laughs> you went, oh, I knew you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah, because I knew. Because you're just, you're like a shape guy. You look at the shape and you're like, eh, about the same. Also, you're saying a bus is more like a car than it is like a yeah. train. A bus can hold so many people and and it transports them from stop to stop. A train does the same thing. Public transportation. What about a limousine? That's the kind of car can hold a lot of people. I Not had one for a prom people. night. We had, we had a dozen I, people in don't there. Don't you think we should just get rid of limos? I think most people in Nobody recent serious is, is in a limo these days. Yeah, right? I think most people in recent years have realized like limos aren't nice. Like I've never been in a nice limo. I mean, maybe it's just me. Uh, but like I've, uh, yeah, it's a low class guy. You bring down every limo that you're in. Well, if I'm there, it's not going to be a nice place. No, I'm just saying I've never been in a limo that seems like it's like a brand new luxurious limo. Every limo I've ever been in has been like a little bit old, not, not like, you know, holes in the seats and stuff. But uh, I don't know, just not great. It is weird. Like uh, I was, you know, I made that joke about getting a limo for the prom. But I do remember like hiring a limo for the prom, and it, it, you would Sounds just like it wasn't a joke at all. <laughs> you just go to like I don't know, just like it seemed like it was just like guys that own limos, and it's like you go to their house and they have a limo out front, and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about. Uh, me and a bunch of other 17-year-olds renting this for the night and causing all kinds of problems for you. Uh, <laughs> and what he's do like, yeah, that's what I signed up for when yeah, I bought this thing. That's that's my job. That's my business model. That's yeah. how I make a living. I drive uh, teens to proms and then uh, people to funerals. So yeah. that's that's uh, what I do. I think the limo business was really hit hard by like the luxury SUV Right, like, cause, like I was gonna say because actual they're actual rich and famous people, like you can have a roomy SUV. Right, and if you're actually rich and famous, you don't want to be traveling with like a dozen people. Yeah, you're you're gonna be with you know one or two other people uh, that that you want to be bodyguard with. and your personal assistant. Exactly, that's what I, I travel everywhere with. But I mean, like I've been, you know, I've taken uh, like Ubers and Lyfts and stuff that are. Uh, SUVs and like, yeah, it's way nicer. Like you sit in the back of an SUV and you're like, oh, there's like a regular seat. I don't yeah. feel like constricted in any way where you do in a, in a limousine. So yeah, I think, I think that that's the case. And also like, I don't know if you're, I guess if you, if you're really rich, what's more impressive having a limousine or like a caravan of SUVs? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also don't have to talk to the help, right? Your entourage is there mm-hmm. for, to to do t- certain tasks. Yeah. Right. And you're in the you're in the catbird seat. You're in the you're in the nicest SUV. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's all decked out with everything you need. Yeah. And the rest of them, they're all going to the same place, but like they might be, you know, the cheaper models. Right. They don't have the, the that might the, be last year's SUV that yeah. you used to ride in. Doesn't have a TV screen in it. Although the one negative is that if you're in a luxury SUV and the driver's like, hey, so what do you do? Oh, you're a singer? You can't, roll up that you can't go and just roll up the divider. Yeah. And then the uh, then the driver goes like, good, typical. <laughs> or like, ooh, was it something I said? 
<laughs> now, how do you know they say this? Because they're on the other side of the I've glass. I've seen enough movies with 80s limos driving. Oh, I, th- I thought you could read their lips. Uh, Tim, we would be remiss in an episode about buses where we mostly talked about limos and trains. <laughs> and garbage. <laughs> if we didn't mention the king of buses, the double-decker. Yeah. Sit on the top, sit on the bottom. They don't care. There's seats everywhere. Yeah. They don't care, do they? No. Yeah. Free, free, if not necessarily free country, but a free bus mm-hmm. as far. And, you know, they might be missing a trick. You might be able to be like, you want to go sit up on top of this an extra dollar. Yeah. And guess what? I'd pay it. I wouldn't even know. In fact, I have uh, a few times when we've been in London, there have been uh, a man standing in the stairwell that's told me is, oi, it's an extra quid. And I'd be like, oh, all right, well. One time, uh, oi, it's an extra quid. And then I said, oh, well, that's a good thing because it's scary up there. And then he says, oh, I meant it's an extra quid to stay on the safe bottom part. Oh, and you were like, oh, well, I'll happily pay that. I don't want to go up there. Sorry, I originally misunderstood. (laughs) Um, You you like sitting on the top of a double-decker? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's fun, but it is. I find it a little more nerve-wracking because you've got further to go to get out. I'm, I mean, as, as I mentioned earlier, I'm very afraid of getting stuck on the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have seen, Tim, you would have laughed your ass off. I was panicking. I was doing the like, hello, hello, <laughs> banging on the door. I have to get out. It I have was, a podcast to record. It's broad daylight <laughs> in, in a, in a neighborhood where you've lived for, yeah. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not 10 years. Um. I can see the next bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just get out at, at any point. Even like before that, if you just walked up to the driver and were, was just like, I need to get out right here, you would have been like, all right, all right. Yeah. Cool it. Keep your pants off. Well, he did let me out, even though the bus was like already back in drive. He uh, opened up the door like a true gentleman. Wow. Tim. I mentioned what I call double decker, the king of buses. Well, what about I can't think of what I would call this. Maybe the queen of buses? A coach bus. The coach of buses. A coach bus is all right. A coach bus is the nicest. It's That's a, the way to go. What do you mean? It's nice it's the nice. It's like a greyhound, but mm-hmm. it's it's not it's it's for hire, right? Yeah, is, is my impression. Sometimes we would have coach buses uh, when uh, when I played sports in high school because Man, you're really leaning on this high school sports well, career. Of look, yours. I Man, sorry, I, oh, no, we're all very impressed, Tom. Sorry, look, I didn't take the pink bus to school every day. Sorry, I walked to school. Yeah, you lived right <laughs> around the corner from the school. Um. But so I'm just saying most of my experiences with buses were field trips or more often sports. Sorry if that makes me a big jock, Tim, and that intimidates you. A big hunky jock. Um, But sometimes we would have because we went to like a small school and there weren't like enough other small schools around. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we would have to like go out to like freaking Montauk to play. (laughs) 
like another team that was the same size as us. So it'd be like a people don't know what Montauk is. They know where Montauk is. They know Montauk's famous. It's all the way out east on Long Island. It's like a three hour drive. From Um, where we were. From where we were. (laughs) Yeah, that's what not a three hour drive from where you are. I don't know where you are. Three hour drive from where we were. So sometimes they would have a coach bus, I think, because like the school buses, I don't know, couldn't go that far or whatever. And boy, was that a treat to be on a coach bus. And then since then, I've taken coach buses to other places. Also, if I think if I were a celebrity, I wouldn't necessarily have a, a entourage of SUVs. I'd have a nice coach coach bus. Nice. I'd have a motorhome. So I could have like a bedroom in the back. Just have a tour bus. You didn't. You left off tour, tour buses, Tom. How do you know I left it out? Because we're at time. We got to end this. Maybe I was going to save it for a real spicy treat after the plugs. Oh, were you really going to do it? If you like the show, stay tuned to see if I talk about tour buses after, after this part. Uh, go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can... Sign for our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, uh, where we do books to podcasts. Uh, but this week, we're not doing books to podcasts. What are we doing this week, Tim? We're doing news update. <laughs> uh, we just finished reading. Well, I just finished reading If I Did It by O.J. Simpson. Uh, and and uh, O.J. has just recently done an interview uh, out of nowhere. So we're going to be discussing that and other things on, we're, we're not pro oj on no the, on the, no but but we're pro talking about them we're we're pro newsworthy events we're pro journalists we're professional journalists um patreon.com slash complete guy to get all the uh back episodes too hey we got a live show coming up in new york october 5th tcgt.com slash live it'll be live streamed as well check that out Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Um, Tim, have you ever been on a tour bus? Yes. What was the situation? Oh, were you a groupie? No, I wasn't a groupie. I uh, I remember when you were, you were following Bonnie Raitt around the country for a while. <laughs> I mean, that would be a cool... Bonnie Raitt's cool. <laughs> Yeah, you don't think Bonnie Raitt's cool? You thought that was a lame musician that you were that you were name checking? No, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, the the role reversal where normally it's like aging male rock stars with young groupies, young female groupies, right? And I'm thinking like Bonnie Raitt's older than us. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining like a, a naive 19 year old Tim on Bonnie Raitt's uh, tour bus. What makes you think I was naive? You're still naive. That's that's why <laughs> you're a naive 39 uh, year old man. You're naive 20 years ago too. Um, I've yeah. I've seen I've seen older female rock stars pull the wool all over your eyes more than <laughs> once. She's more of a blues woman, Tom. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, no, I've I uh, I've I I haven't been on like uh the Rolling Stones tour bus where it's like you know really nice, but like yeah. I've seen like a uh, uh, you know been a guest uh at a show to like hang out on the tour bus before the show um with a uh with like a moderately successful time. Yeah. They're nice. They have little cubbies to 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 sleep in, but it still seems like you'd be feel like you're sleeping in a coffin. 
Um, yeah. And I, I'm always just afraid that like, it just doesn't seem safe to me. <laughs> yeah. I've been on those buses too. And it's like, yeah, this is better than uh, any kind of public transportation for the most part, but it's still not great. And like those little cubbies that you sleep in, you really don't want to do anything other than sleep in there. Like you really, there's like not enough room to like sit up even to like yeah. really like, Oh, I'm going to like hang out and watch TV in there. Mm. You could do it of course, but uh, sometimes there's like a back section where they have a Sega dreamcast. And they can, <laughs> they can play. Now you're talking specifically about Bonnie Ray's bus that she would use to lure teenage boys in the nineties into oh Sega Dreamcast, oh Sonic Three. So you have the Sonic and Knuckles lock on cart and Sonic Three, Bonnie Raid? Yeah. Yeah, take a look back there. Hey, why don't you uh take off your shirt, relax a little bit? See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.